Well, I guess as a last stitch we could skedaddle out of here with a few possibles packed on our backs. That'd be being roasted or buried alive, but not by much. It's still a long ways on foot to California. Mordecai countered. That is a fact, William Charlie. But we've got all night to do something besides wait for the worst. There will be a three-quarter moon soon. Let's round up all hands except a stiff guard at the walls and get to it. Some of these rock slabs around this slot look fractured and may come loose, and that trail down the slope could be improved in a jiffy, with a hundred and fifty able bodies working away to save their own skins. So with the Navajo laboring away to propitiate their gods and prepare their hearts for battle, the Utes labored with renewed zeal to construct an adequate trail. They had little in the way of tools, one short-handled shovel and a pick that Tom Smith carried always with him in his perpetual search for gold. These and a few tin pots that made serviceable two-handed scoops were the extent of it. Yet much of the work on that talus slope went better using bare hands anyway, and hands were quieter. No one wished to give away their secret efforts by the unexpected continual ring of metal on rock. Using the pickaxe and shovel to pry and lever, the mountain men were able to loosen slabs of rock around the eroded slot, gradually widening it. Both that slot and the zigzag trail down the slope appeared good enough by 2 a.m. moon time. They still had four or more hours until dawn. Cabeza Petria led the Utes away down the trail. Some were mounted and some led their critters, each man as his personal instincts for protecting life and limb dictated. Soon only the five mountain men remained. They had sent their animals along for Cabeza's youths to tend. The five passed an hour listening to the Navajo's warrior way sing progressively slowly toward its climax. Not much conversation. They knew a lot hinged on their efforts through the next few hours. Finally, Bill Williams said, Guess it's about time for an act of the gods. Cabeza and Walkera should be down in the canyon, soon out of sight. Let's get to work. Actually, let's get to work proved not quite accurate. While Mordecai, Ben, Euripides, and Tom Smith struggled with the piles of slabs of rock, returning them to near their original positions but filling that slot, while these four filled cracks and crevices around those slabs with hoarded dirt, while they dusted and scraped away all sign of activity and obliterated the first two switchbacks on the talus slope trail, Bill Williams continued to monitor the Navajo Singh. When the well-worn foursome returned to Bill's side, he said, Good timing. They're well worked up and hopping for a sign from the Great Spirit. Let's give them one. With that, all five commenced a deep, moaning, banshee wail that carried well across the still night to the Navajo. Slowly the drumming and chants out on the mesa died away. When all lay quiet there, Williams, still accompanied by hideous wailings, blew a smoldering cloth to the bright ember, touched it quickly to a thin trail of gunpowder, and ran. His ghostly chorus also ran. Within seconds, a roar like the crack of close thunder shattered the night asunder. A brilliant flash of light erupted from atop the fortress wall to hurl a thousand small stones skyward. These soon rained down on hard desert surfaces like hail on a tin roof. Clack, clack, clickety-clack, clack. clack.